NRP S6E2, having an artist website. So in a recent mentoring call with cartoonist Steven Sover, we discussed having a demo reel and a website, and obviously I've got this site that you, you know, my homepage and my blog, and now the podcast again, which is how you're hearing this, so I probably shouldn't have mentioned it. But when looking for work, people should be able to come to my homepage and instantly see what I'm about. The name No Rights Productions is kind of abstract and confusing to people. They're like, are you saying artists have no rights? It's like, no, 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 that's not, I got, hold on, let me explain the background. So, you know, it's like, I remember reading and freelancing and setting things up. They're like, you know, a lot of stuff can have meaning to you, which is great, but what meaning does it have to the person that's coming to it? You know, if they're coming to your website to see what you sell, it's like, if you have a cute name from an inside joke with you and your friends, it's like, that it doesn't mean anything to anybody. They're like, I don't understand this. This doesn't, this does nothing for me. So, you know, and I realized my gallery wasn't up to date because I, you know, never put stuff into it because I'm always like, oh, hold on, let me fix, let me just make something a little bit better. Let me just move on to the next thing. And let me just, okay, this was a thing I did, but it's not an example of what I want to do. And, you know, I, I never really focused on that or my reel is, it is also a mess. I kind of just, you know, ideally they're like, your reel should be no more really than a minute, and it should start with your strongest thing and end with your strongest thing, and stuff in the middle shouldn't really be less strong. It should just not be as good, and if if it's not, you know, going to sell you, then why have it on there in the first place? And I kind of agree with that. I It's just... You know, what I've done is kind of just been a lot of stuff that's here's a piece of, of project and here's a piece of another thing. And it doesn't really say this is who I am as a whole. And unfortunately, when you sit down and go, I'm going to make a demo reel and I'm going to make a, you know, a gallery and I'm going to make all this stuff that explains who I am. And you sit there and you go, this is me. This is who I am and what I do. And all of a sudden you're like stage fright at the talent show as a little kid. And you're just like. Who am I? I'm having an existential crisis. Mommy, take me home. <laughs> so, you know, it's so it's a lot of figuring out what you do and what you want to... Because, like, you know, you don't want to put out a portfolio that's all an example of this is who you think you are and it's a thing you don't want to do and suddenly all the jobs you get are the thing that you don't want to do. It's, it's, you need to figure out where you are. Do you want to... Do I want to clean up animation? Do I want to be an animator and make everything and do all the cleanup and that stuff too? You know, do I want to do motion graphics more so than animation? No, I, I, animating is my is my thing. It's just a lot of my stuff in my demo reel. I started realizing looks like motion graphic stuff because you know there's a lot of very few in betweens because I just wanted to get a lot of stuff done. And really, you know, you can pour days and months into, you know, I was working on a project and I was working on a reel for it and it was like a two minute reel and I spent two months on it <laughs> and I didn't quite finish it. And it's like, well, you can just bury all this time into it and you're like, I need, I need to step away. I've been staring, you know, I've been working 12 hour days on this thing to try and get it to go and just 
the length of it, like the amount of different aspects of designing characters and building rigs and animating and getting lip sync and, and writing and getting backgrounds drawn and, and editing all the stuff together, getting sound effects. You know, you can spend a day doing one thing. And yeah, so I really have been trying to narrow down what I want my portfolio and demo reels to look like. So, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out what's a good name to go under because unfortunately my name, one of the reasons I've gone by No Rats Productions for so long is because Ben Thompson is one of the you know most generic common names out there. I might as well be generic Whitey McWhitington. You know, it's <laughs> that's that's how it goes. I I remember when I was in college, I was like, okay, if I want to make a name for myself, let me just Google Ben Thompson artist. And the the first like two pages of Google were just results of artists trying to make a name for themselves with my name. And it's like, I'm not going to stand out, am I? Hmm. So. You know, and it's like, I could come up with a thing like Ben's Tunes or, you know, Ben's Animation or Drawn by Ben. And it's like, I got to figure out exactly what I want a URL to say and how I want to say it. And like, this is what I do. You know, do I want to say Tunes by Ben? Then people come to me and they're expecting a whole cartoon. Or do I, you know, want to say I'm, you know, a freelance animator and I fill in for things. Or, you know, do I really want to try and find a studio that can use a regular person? I... You know, it's, I've got to experiment. I've got to try and do things to figure this stuff out. So, anyway, about the time I took my webcomics offline to seriously focus on my animation, I moved the blog over from, it had been just a regular, you know, shared hosting page, to I moved it over to DreamPress, their install of WordPress, which is a managed installation, which means that I won't have to worry about maintaining the site anymore, which is good, because an update of WordPress, or an update of a plugin, or, oh, hey, your theme isn't up to date. These are things that can break a site, and, like, you don't know it. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, hey, an update rolls around. You go to check your site, to, and somebody, you know, like, hey, what, what was on that last blog post? Let me just go to my site, and the site's down. Oh, well, I better find that out. And how long has it been down? You know, it's like, you know, stuff like that now with a managed site, whenever anything changes, you know, when PHP changes, when the plugins change, when a theme goes out of date, they're going to let me know that, hey, something's gone wrong with your site, and they're going to manage optimizing and running it smoothly. Because WordPress is one of those tools that it's easy to set up and start working with, but then the more stuff you start adding over the years, you know, like webcomic scripts and themes, you know, tool plugins, a gallery, some variation of what you're going to do with Flash in the future. You know, all these different things, little things like, you know, track, you know, analytical tracking or something, you know, if you have a guest book, which that's an ancient thing. <laughs> you kids might not know about guest books, but, you know, it's like when you start adding stuff, it starts adding to the potential for your site to break. And so it's best to keep things clean and simple. And at this point, I'd rather just update the site and post stuff on it and have the folks at DreamPress be responsible for making sure that it and everything that I have downloadable from it just runs smoothly, you know, make sure that it's not like taking every, taking all the RAM from the world and, you know, it's, it's running smooth. They're like, oh, hey, you know, they'll send me a message and say, do you know this plugin is, you know, killing 95% of computers? It's like, no, I didn't. Let me just, do you seriously want this plugin? No, no, no. I don't want to kill everybody's computers, guys. So, 
So I've let them handle that. That's, you know, and while that was going on, since I had all these other sites and I still have a regular hosting account, you know, and it's like this stirred in me the idea of when I first started putting stuff on the web back in 2002, it was like the wild, wild west, man. You know, you could put stuff on there and it'd break, you know, much like, you know, WordPress would break. But... (laughs) You know, there was a lot of experimentation back in the day. You know, you guys might remember sites like Homestar Runner and Joe Cartoon. They These sites that served up Flash cartoons of, like, you know, people, they'd make a page in Flash and, you'd, you know, you'd have the, you know, the Frog in a Blender from Joe Cartoon or the Homestar Runner homepage. You know, you have, you know, options for buttons and you have interactivity. They're like, you know, you'd watch the Homestar Runner, you know, strong bad email and he'd he'd get to the end and there'd be the option email strong bad or if you kind of mouse over stuff you'd click on thing and there'd be little easter eggs you know and it was it was nice to where just you know stuff could the people could experiment and you'd see these little surprises like oh the internet isn't this great but that was like in 2002 and 2004 and you know and, and back in the day and over the years you know adobe who bought flash from the various companies that owned it over the years, you know, it's like they rebranded it to animate and the plugin part that survives on the web to play stuff from flash, you know, that people are familiar with, uh, it, it just, it, it kept getting kind of just going and not getting updated and a lot of stability and security concerns. And now in 2020, it's disabled on a lot of browsers by default, and it's going bye-bye. And so that makes a lot of old sites dead unless they find another way to power their old cartoons. And it's like, that's it's kind of sad that, you know, we're not seeing an age of the internet like that anymore. You know, you had people experimenting with different animation, different stuff, you know, splash screens, interactivity, mini games with the things. And it's like, that was a fun time in the internet. And... Like the Wild West, you know, you also stood the chance of getting gunned down in the street because things were kind of wild. So occasionally stuff didn't work right, or occasionally, you know, something, you know, you got a virus on your machine or all kinds of issues. And it's like, on the one hand, that was a, and it was an interesting time to be around, but now here in 2020, a lot of sites look the same because unfortunately, you know, like, what is it, like 70% of the internet is powered by WordPress, which is great for them, but it's like a lot of sites kind of look the same anymore. And nowadays, a lot of people come to the internet via apps, via Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, I'll have individual episodes talking about different stuff that's going on currently with the different social media sites out there. But just to explain, there's a very nice blog run by a very well-named fellow named Ben Thompson, (laughs) Stratechery. And he discusses that Facebook and sites like these, these are not platforms, they're aggregators. And the problem with aggregators is that they don't really provide for the, for their, their, the members of the site. They collect stuff up from other people and other you know, content creators, etc. You know, you could tell, their oatmeal, the oatmeal has a great comic where they're like, you know, tell your all your fans, hey, let's go to follow me on Facebook, and then you go to Facebook, and it's like, okay, I want to post this update and share it with all my uh, my followers, and they're like, yeah, if you want to pay us, because your audience reach is, you know, people who intentionally follow your page on Facebook 
who say, hey, I like this guy's stuff. Show it to me. You know, this is it's pretty much the ring that bell of subscriptions on YouTube. It's like, well, wait, I, I intentionally followed this page. I intentionally liked it. I intentionally told you I like this content. Show it to me. You know, and it's like. They're like, no, we're, you know, we're only going to show it to a percentage of your audience. And if you want it to reach more people, the creators have to pay to promote it. And it's like, wow, why? Because <laughs> it's because it's your guys's aggregator. That's why it's ultimately these sites are all about servicing their own goals of keeping people on their site and breaking in the ad dollars and taking that precious, precious information about the users and put, <laughs> selling it to advertisers and promoting out the algorithm, which, you know, will show stuff post to you that people made days ago, years ago. It's, it's like you go to Facebook and here's a post your friend shared seven years ago. I'm like, why would I, I want to see this and accidentally reply to it? Do I want to be that person to like a photo that somebody posted seven years ago? I don't want to be, but Facebook thinks you do because they're designed, you know, the algorithm. It's based on what will keep you there interacting with content you already like the most. And sometimes that's a good thing, but it's like, you know, sometimes you just need to go out and discover stuff, man, to be able to tell if you like it or you really don't. And Facebook, there's no discovery. And a lot of stuff people will just yoink it from other sites and freeboot it, which is, you know, and they'll take a, a video from another site and post it, and it gets a thousand views and, a thousand, you know, a million likes and all that, all this, the eyes, and, and, you know, Facebook doesn't do anything because they're getting people to look at their site. Why would they want to get rid of that? And that's another problem with content on the internet today is that the sites, they don't, there's reasons that it would, you know, it serves their interest to turn a blind eye to harassment and bad actors and a lot of stuff that's, you know, you saw Zuckerberg up there talking to Congress going, okay, so misinformation, if people are making misinformation campaigns, you should take that down. And he's like, well, yeah, well, maybe not. I mean, if they pay us, you know, it's like, but what? <laughs> so... That's a concern with, with with things like Facebook, that they're too big to fail. They're too big to, like, they serve their own interests. And unfortunately, everybody goes there and that's where everybody goes anymore. And it's like, I don't want to go on Facebook, guys. Every time I load up Facebook, you see a post from somebody that's a thing of, this is why I don't go on this website. And this is why, man, I remember back in the day when I had, you know, a whole bunch of bookmarks sites that I would go to every day and it's like yeah that got tedious every time you know browsers got updated or you know sites just quit updating it you know but it's like it was a different time man a different different place and that's kind of that's kind of where I'd like to do a little bit with that I you know I was thinking I'd like to tinker around and make a site using a simple flat file CMS you know a content management system that doesn't have all the I don't want to have a lot of bells and whistles. I'm going to try to avoid installing the bells and whistles package and just keep a site that's that's clean and has, you know, a content management system is good if, like, you know, you're 100 posts in and you decide, man, I don't like the, the header on this page. A content management system will let you go in and say, I'll just change this on all these pages and so I won't have to go in and manually re-upload and redo all this. So, you know, something like that. But I want to build a. I want to have a site that's a modern HTML5 compliant, just simple, 
website that has animation that evokes the nostalgia of these old Flash sites. And it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, I don't expect all of it to be awesome. I expect there to be a lot of times that I break stuff or upload a thing and it's like, oh, you put this in the wrong directory, you got the wrong permissions here, or this only works on certain browsers. And it's like, well, let me fix it. <laughs> so I expect there to be things to work on. But, you know, I think in the future with it, it's going to have a good representation of here I am and here's what I do. You know, I'd like to have some series on it. I'd like to have just random bits. I'd like to just have, you know, a short, here's an experimentation. You know, here's an ex a thing where you can play and it's kind of like the frog in a blender where there's a game. You know, it's like... You know, you, you open it and there's a, a person you can move around with your keyboard controls and it's kind of like a game, but you just see the different animation or they do they do things, you know, it's to experiment with the physics or just experiment with interactivity. You know, I'd like to I'd like to play around and have a little bit of that throwback to the old school days, but also a nod to the future and trying to keep things compliant and, you know, easy, not, not too many plugins, try to make it so that it works on multiple browsers, works on mobile, you know, and there's various tools that I've experimented with so far that I'll be talking about in future episodes. And hopefully, you know, I've experimented with different tools and different sites and different things. And hopefully you're all looking forward to joining me in the future as we discuss. And I tell you why I'm doing certain things and why I'm not doing others. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, I just put that on YouTube. Oh, boy. Uh, that's, that's its own episode, kids. <laughs> so, anyway, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in, and I'll see you all on the other side. Find out more, visit norights.net. Hey, follow me on Twitter, at norights.